BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, can you come pick me up? Yeah, what's wrong? Nothing. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I just need a ride. Ride. Oh my god. So funny. I just want to have fun. Start your engine. <laughs> I'm Benito Skinner. I'm Mary Beth Barone. And this is Ride. How do I even start? I always like to start with a little bit for my girl. Oh, you sound so like radio DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound very radio DJ today. Three college golfers and a radio DJ. <laughs> That's my dad bragging meet, meet about the his Skinners. kids. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Meet the Skinners. My parents yesterday confirmed that they've never listened to the podcast and they do not know how to access, but they're going to figure it out. And I love that they weren't like, can you help? Because they knew I'd be like, no, I don't think so. I'm excited for them to figure it out on their own. Exactly. And what episode are they going to pick to start? I have to wonder. I ask myself. I told them to do Ferrero Rocher because and mom's keeping secrets because I told my mom a little bit about it and she was cackling. I mean, okay. God, you, you make her laugh even through story retellings. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? Well, I love her. Tell her I said hi. So, so it's been a huge week for me because Selling Sunset has a new season out. It is as electric as ever. My <laughs> eyes do hurt though. God, it's bright. I have God, so many it's, questions. It's so yellow. It's so bright. I'm wondering, so who's the villain? Is there a villain? Well, sort of what's the conflict this season? Here's the thing. <laughs> there, there's some new blood. Let's just say that. Is Maya still there? No. I think she's in Miami. Silent, Didn't she move? Silent of the lamb. You're going to give it to Maddie, died? Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. She is not there, which is really sad because Terry brought that up the other day. One Whoa. minute, baby. <laughs> I like to live it's my crazy. life luxurious, eating caviar, tooth up the wrist. Don't give me cheeky in relationships, because I need someone who can take all the challenges. I won't lie, yeah, I've always been afraid to commit, but now I'm falling so hard, it's total eclipse. And if you can, then welcome to my island, bitch. Hey. hey, my favorite line is total eclipse, how you say that. It's total eclipse. <laughs> yeah, that's as, that's as like Chicago-y as I go. I love you how- You can see it with the like flapper dancers behind me. <laughs> it's total eclipse. Oh, you know, like with 1920s makeup. When you say Terry and you catch yourself, it still gets me every time. 
What? The surprise of you being like one minute in. <laughs> no. Because it's like, it just. <laughs> it's crazy that my brain, I can't remember anything, but I can remember that like for this. And if I don't, I feel a deep like fear within me. So oh. what did Terry have to say about Selling Sunset? Well, it's been great because as you know, the listeners know, it's really hard for us to find a show that we enjoy together that he doesn't fall asleep during. His eyes, I mean, my God, he is like, he's transfixed on this new season. You just reminded me of an explosive conversation that we had yesterday about boyfriends falling asleep. Yes, of course. Because there were two women in the room mm -hmm. who date men, myself included. Mm -hmm. And then you and Terry were in there. Yeah. And two men who date two men. men who date men. But we were saying on the girls' side that when our boyfriends fall asleep first, that's actually like really fucked up and rude. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't be doing that because yeah. it's not loyal. When I sleep with women, it's like we both fall asleep at the exact same time. Yeah, and well, I think that that's good. Same with Terry. I mean, Terry, you know, because gays, they're somewhat girls. They're somewhat girls. <laughs> as Britney Spears once said, gays are somewhat girls. Which I don't think she ever even said that. It was just like a title of a Billboard article. Like, I love just... I think she said it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I it don't was know. in quotes. It was in quotes. Britney Spears says of her gay male fans, they're somewhat, somewhat girls. girls. Fucking clean. <laughs> <laughs> Terry always falls asleep first, and I, I prefer that because I need to just like watch my shows. But that's not happening. We fell asleep at the same time yesterday because we were so fucking tapped in to this new season of Selling Sunset. It is so delicious. One of my favorite scenes that I think is just like, I just think it's like one of the most alike. Well, I have to say, Every time there's a new outfit, it's more shocking than the one before. Yeah. And when I buy outfits for Deliverance Richards, my real estate character, who's now going to be a wedding planner, that's coming out. So excited. Soon. There's a crossover there that I think makes a lot of sense for me. Every time I get her outfits, I think like, oh, this is too far. Not far new enough. New season of Selling Sunset telling me, you're giving <laughs> us your D game. Yeah. Step it the fuck up. Take pride in your work. Step it the fuck yeah. up. Where do they buy these clothes? Well, I need to know the brands. Sometimes they're wearing designer, yeah. so you can see. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, where does one purchase such a thing? I wonder if Chanel is like, that's not necessarily how we saw that going. <laughs> we, we didn't style it that way. <laughs> yeah, wearing, wearing Chanel earrings, Versace dress that says Versace all over it with a Fendi bag that's a collab with Fendi and Versace. I'm like... This is their take on consumerism. That's what and we I call a meeting cool. of the mind. <laughs> yeah. I try to limit myself to one like logo per outfit. Of course. The only yeah. exception is my Air Force Ones because those obviously have the Nike logo. But other mm -hmm. than that, I just, I think it's too much visually. So I try to limit. But these girls Not say, for the dolls. they say yeah. conspicuous consumption. Yeah. What up? No, I think it's so, it's like take the classics and rewrite the rules. Take Not take one thing off before you leave the house. Put one well, more thing uh, on. Put literally... Put a pair of sunglasses that make it so that you can't see a fucking thing. And get in your car. And get and get in your Lamborghini. Yeah. There's so many Lamborghinis and Rolls Royce. Are they leasing them? Like, I want to see the tax returns. I want to see a PL. I, I need think, to see like everything, commission statements. God, it's mesmerizing. I have a few left. We're really now just, we can't finish binging it because we're like, God, it's good. Like, I don't want it to end. So, my favorite scene. They're all at the team meeting, which is my favorite because they can't fit on the couch. Yeah. So they're you're living of, in my house. You're living in my house. <laughs> they're kind of like squished. No. And one of them sort of on the arm of the couch. Yeah. It's like it's, a weird photo shoot for the show Friends. Yeah. Like it just doesn't work. Like they cannot pile on this West Elm couch. God forbid they get a bigger one. No, 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 no. They're all doing this team meeting. There's like confrontations at it. Of course, like, I mean, all of that is just incredible. But at one point, Jason is talking about a, I believe, broker's open that Emma has thrown. And he's like, 
you know, I, I want to talk more about like sales. We have like a lot of listings, but you know, are we closing deals? Like, are we, you know, taking care of business? And he's like, Emma, you had that brokers open. Were there any, <laughs> were there any updates? Like, did we get any buyers? Any Can bites? you think of any clients bites? And she goes, well, it was a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, I'm sorry. It is so legendary because it is kind of like, can you give me my flowers first? That Which it was I, a blast. I respect so much. Like, well, can you say first what it was before we get into business? <laughs> it was a blast. Yeah, it's so Nina drama. Me, hmm, it was a blast. It's so Nina drama. Her going, well, it was a blast. And then continuing <laughs> Oh, on. you want an update on how it went? Well, it was a blast. God, it's so good. I rewound like five times. I like how you record all the ones that you like. You know who's just standing up for herself so beautifully? I want to give a huge shout out to Chriselle. Chriselle, you... Chriselle. You are incredible with just being real. And she just freaking tells it like it is. And she's about honest conversations, which I know you're going to ride for. And I love that. And I will say that toward the end of last season, when Christine was still on the show, things did get a bit like too intense for me with like the confrontations at the parties and stuff. And it just felt like it was a lot of like, she said, she said, like, who's saying what? And I want to see them sell houses and like have a nice life. Yeah, I would say haven't seen a lot of selling of houses in this season. But as far as confrontations, they're like, it's all about receipts. Chriselle posted this thing because there's this. Oh, um, I saw the, I Chriselle. saw her post. This is for people who love facts. Yeah. Oh, God, that's, that's sick. That's fight. To, okay. I can't wait to catch up because I didn't know the context of that, but yeah. I double tapped it, obviously. I really do miss Christine in this season. It makes me sad she's not there. I miss I, her outfits. And I just, wish that you know, they could have just resolved things. You know, I, I know, hate conflict. Too. There's, there's a lot of resolutions in this, but there's also like a, which I think is kind of beautiful. Maybe we just don't fuck with each other. Yeah. Which I think like, I, I kind of respect that. It's just that's like, on, no. That's on honest sh- conversation. We shouldn't be friends. Like yeah. we're not friends. But Chriselle has this incredible line where she goes, I thought we were friends. And Nicole's like, we, I never felt like we were friends. And Chriselle's like, I invited you to my Friendsgiving. Like, why would I do that if I, which is like, you know, Friendsgiving, sacred. Totally. And it's so true. Like in that moment, I was just like, that's the most human thing I've ever seen. It's true. It's like, why would I do that? And she goes, you'll know if I don't want to be your friend. And it's just like, wow. She uses her words so beautifully. Were they raising voices? Because this feels like a very like calm conversation where it's just facts. Like Chriselle, I think there's an intensity, which I think is it needed to be well, in these the music, conversations. Prob- the Fear Factor music. I oh, love yeah. that they use the music from Fear Factor in reality shows. <laughs> exactly. Like the Shark Tank music too. I mean. As dramatic as possible. The music in this season, I think they're definitely in on the bit now. Okay. So I go over to the fridge during one of the interstitials where they're just showing you Where it's the just same, aerial views It's of just aerial the views of the hills again. Um, Stock just, footage. No, it's incredible. I go over to the fridge and it starts blasting and I immediately just like, I just dropped it so I like went full down. I held on to the fridge. I wish it was the fridge my parents got. (laughs) You just have it at the house. It's not plugged in because it doesn't work. Of course not. It's just for choreo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's for choreo and I I store wigs in it. It was incredible. The song was like, I'm not gonna take your life. Play with me and you'll play really nice. Like it's so It's it's club beats. On Obsessed, we we recorded, like we had a song and they- They cut it and they would never- It's a part of the lost tapes. We never had the footage. We didn't have the audio. We asked them multiple times to Because we were like, she's got a boot. She's got a belt. <laughs> She's really cruising. Oh, something else. Oh, something else. She's jealous. She's a bad girl. You know my theory that those aren't actual full songs. 
Someone's recording 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, they aren't. They're but just But it's choruses. just that part. Yeah. Like an algorithm is creating those songs. Well, for Deliverance Richards, I look to find them. And yeah, all of they them are exist. one minute. And then under <laughs> underneath, sometimes on YouTube, you're audio jungle. Yeah, of course. Audio jungle. Audio jungle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, it's you. It's me. I we did the audio jungle. The, we found the audio jungle, girl. I mean, that's my vocals on all of those songs. That's <laughs> do, how I know this. Do it one more time and then we'll get into what we Audio jungle. One more. Audio jungle. What are you writing for this week? <laughs> this week, I'm going to be writing for chickens. And I'm going to be writing for the Fellowship of the Ring. Let's get into it. Visible Wireless believes in bringing people together. Sounds a lot like me and Mary Beth. <laughs> Not just through its simple and accessible all-digital wireless service, but also through the power of connections and fostering community. Ever heard of it? Brownies, I love you. That's why... This Pride Month, Visible is launching a 70s-themed game show, No Straight Answers, hosted by yours truly, that brings Gen Z contestants and LGBTQ plus icons together to support SAGE, a nonprofit advocating for LGBTQ plus elders. Aging is a blessing. Pass it on. This delicious little game uplifts LGBTQ plus history, fosters intergenerational connection, and celebrates those who paved the way for Pride to become what it is today. Visit Visible.com slash Sage to learn more about the campaign and watch No Straight Answers on Visible's Instagram and TikTok. I think you're going to learn something and it's going to make you giggle. Mary Beth loved it. And yes, I convinced them to let me wear a chin prosthetic. Love wins. My parents called me and they really loved it. I think you will too. And it was such a supportive, gay, iconic day. And Visible was so collaborative and kind and they love queer people. And we ride for Visible Wireless because they support queer people and champion queer creators. We love you so much, Visible. You're the best. Visit visible.com slash sage to learn more about the campaign and watch No Straight Answers on Visible's Instagram and TikTok. You can also test your own pride knowledge all throughout this month by following along with trivia and quizzes on Visible's Instagram. And we want to thank Visible for partnering with us um, and supporting Ride and supporting queer people all year round, not just during Pride. We love you, Visible. Wait, where are we going? Who cares? Ride. Picture this. (laughs) I'm already picturing it. I'm at Sainsbury's grocery store in London, England. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling a little bit reflective. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. Audio jungle. I'm in the Sainsbury's. I'm feeling reflective. And I look in one direction. It's rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. I look in another direction and it's the chicken in a bag that you can like put in the oven. It's pre-sauteed. I look in another direction and it's chicken cutlets. Then I look so in another cool. direction and Cutlet. it's eggs. What a great, what a great freaking word. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm surrounded by chicken products. Mm-hmm. And that really got me thinking. And then I was like, wow, if there's this many chicken products in this one grocery store, how many chickens are in the world? And I had been hanging out with a lot of straight guys at that time because I was visiting my boyfriend. So I thought, I'm just going to Google it. Like, I'm going to Google how many chickens are alive today. This is you stepping into their culture. And just this is me what it putting on like. the costume. Yeah, of course. Cosplay. And, and you know what? The water's warm. <laughs> oh, I bet it is. The water's warm. Not in a good way. No. Yeah. So I look up how many chickens are, exist today. I want you to take a wild guess. <laughs> so I would say, based on how many chickens there are, bleep chickens, mm-hmm. and how many chickens I have personally indulged in, because I have chicken every day almost. Of I'm course. sorry. It's a great protein. Chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea, even. I would say, like, God, 300 million. Your mind is going to be so blown because it's so much more than that. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, be careful. Our 
Our dolls might Everybody be... Everybody pull over. The Baronies might be driving right now. Pull over. Pull you'll, over. You'll, you'll get to Sephora. Give Don't worry about it. Give them five seconds to pull over. Play okay. the Taika button while we just let them pull over. Taika button. The number of chickens alive today... 33 billion. Excuse me? They estimate it's from 29 billion to 33 billion. And how many coyotes are there? That's not for me to say. <laughs> 34 billion. 34 billion. In LA alone. <laughs> So wow. there's 33 billion chickens. No, it's like it make me go dizzy. So here's the thing. <laughs> We've just started doing videos on TikTok of like us talking, which I just think is so like garish and fun. Of it's course. like, come on, like have fun with the like the medium. But all I want for this week is just you saying like, isn't it crazy how many chickens there are? <laughs> That's it's, all I want. It's completely dizzying. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I've I've really had to think about what does that mean about the world mm-hmm. that there's 33 billion chickens? Because you think about like how many grocery stores there are and even like you said, like fast food chains that rely on chickens. Yeah. And then there's just like, you know, there, there's the big like chicken, like what are they called? So I'm not speaking to the ethics of how many chickens there are on oh, this. God, I'm just no. riding yeah, for chickens in general. I've so, seen some disturbing images. Yeah. Of, yeah. And that's obviously awful. Yeah. I brought this up at Edward's family home because I think it's like such an interesting fact. Edward's dad made a really good point, which is that there being 33 billion chickens in the world mm-hmm. really means that chickens are sort of the ultimate like group over the individual example that you could ever have because they've made themselves so essential to humans that there Mm -hmm. are 33 billion chickens but they all get killed so it's like it's it's group over individual sorry it's not funny i just (laughs) you saying that is i just think this podcast like (laughs) (laughs) what a i could never You know what I mean? Good luck coming up with this one. (laughs) It's sort of like, I guess, I think it's like Marxism or something. And that's just like what chickens do unknowingly because Mm -hmm. we need them. We rely on them so much. And so there are 33 billion of them, but, you know, they're sacrificing the individual for the good of the group. So, and if chickens did decide to turn on us, like we're done. Oh yeah. Chicken run. Chicken run. (laughs) Chicken run run too. That's what chicken run run is about. Wait, I want to send chicken run too. Let's reboot that thing. The chickens take over. I have something kind of crazy to say about chickens. Go ahead. You know that Terry had chickens. Little Miss Horse Girl. Little Miss Horse Girl had chickens, and one of them's name was Pepsi. Pepsi's Pepsi. He loves them, and he loves chickens. He wants them again. At the home? Mm -hmm. One turned into a rooster, so they had to give him away. What does that mean? You're not allowed to have a rooster at like in certain areas. One of them turned into a rooster? Well, they didn't turn into, sorry. One of them, one of them revealed itself to be a rooster. Let's just say that. And you can't have it? I believe you can't. I'm not surprised to hear that Terry had chickens. I feel like chickens, when you have kids, are like such a cool way to show like the circle of life and stuff because they like lay eggs and then you teach them like how to care for animals and. He loved them so much. He, he built a chicken coop. chicken coop. It was really pretty. That's my horse girl. Aw, one with nature. One with nature. I don't know. I can just see me and chickens. Well, I can't let Daisy around them. So no, it's course. probably not our time. Well, you'd have to have a chicken coop with the wire and stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. to keep no, Daisy from Daisy, getting into it. She's, she'll um, shoot through the she'll wire. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. She took down a possum the other day that we had to sadly bury. Aw. Yeah. Oh, no. That's. It's our girl. But Terry did it. And I'm That's sure Daisy Buchanan for you. He gave the possum a proper burial. Terry really did. Yeah, it was really sweet. Obviously, I was like 
it smells so bad. You have to bury it. Like not even thinking for a second that it would be me who would do right, that. Right. Of course. Oh, I got the sweetest message yesterday. Someone said that their intrusive thoughts are now Nina drama as well. Isn't that sweet? That's huge. I know. And I what hope a, that- What it, a way to conquer them. Exactly. I hope that made them funny to the person who sent that to me and let it just flow right through you. I feel like Nina drama probably owns a chicken farm. Like a group of chicken farms. These chickens have come to roost, my love. <laughs> That's one of her investing tips. Me love. That's never going to be a bad investment, investing yeah. in chickens, clearly. I feel like people know, to know me is to know I love chickens. Like I love, I mean, chicken strips, I really think are my favorite thing to eat. <laughs> <laughs> not chicken uh, fingers? They're not chicken fingers. Chicken <laughs> fingers are gross. I like chicken strips. Chicken strips, a little barbecue and a little ranch. Chicken's Mom. just so versatile. Dip, dip, dip. Chicken is so versatile. No one can do it like her. Chickens are versatile. And then chicken, the food is also versatile because mm -hmm. it's like, like I listed all those things. You can get rotisserie. You can do chicken salad, chicken cutlets, chicken breast. Yeah. Although I will say I really prefer chicken off the bone. I don't like dealing with bones when I'm eating. No, I feel carnivorous. I feel carnivorous. And it feels God very forbid, us on alone. God forbid I bite down and there's a little bit of bone in there. The, the meal's over for me. That's so scary. Yeah. Why do I feel like Marshall's a vegetarian? Oh. Knew it. That hit me like a ton of bricks. But here's the thing. I like chicken as the food, but I also think chickens have rights and they should be abused. I wish chickens just didn't taste so good. I agree. And if they weren't so versatile, we wouldn't need so many because mm -hmm. we wouldn't eat so many. But what I actually learned is that if a chicken is abused, mm -hmm. the meat is actually tougher. So you can mm -hmm. tell when you're eating it if it's hard to cut through, that that chicken didn't have a good life. Wait, there's something that's really fighta to me. To I be was like, going to say that. To be like, eat up, bitch. <laughs> Enjoy your meal. <laughs> yeah. Good tastes, luck. Tastes good. Hope you have a sharp knife. You like that chicken jerky, bitch? <laughs> yeah, good for chickens. That's like a thing. So if you buy a chicken at the store and it's really tough to like cut through and chew, then they're probably not treating the chickens humanely before they... Can I say something? Yeah. Chicken Caesar salad. I mean, come on. That's going to be another clip <laughs> from the episode. Oh, fabulous. Can is I that? say something? <laughs> Adding I mean, chicken to a salad. I mean, whoa. Talk about leveling up. Are you kidding? You're an changing it from salad? an appetizer to an entree with yeah. just chicken, yeah. with just a protein. And I'm sorry, that's the only protein I'm putting on a salad. If of there's course. like steak, salmon, or shrimp, I'm like, sorry, I'm going for like no. America's number one farm animal and that's yeah. chicken. I'm going for the number one thing on earth. Chicken. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Just chicken. If, if anything, I'm helping. I'm getting one off the streets. Yeah. You know, I'm getting one out of the population. Yeah. But I just think it's so incredible what chicken can do both I know. So can we treat dead. them well? Can yeah. we just make sure that we have to. I want them to be happy when they're alive. But also just, out of self-interest. Yeah. Because if they are mad at us and they decide to band together it's me trying to chew. all the chickens just really tough and we're like they're planning something no <laughs> <laughs> all of us are like i can barely me with i can't i still can't eat on the you left spit side it out, you spit it out into your napkin I go, the fuck? What? <laughs> what's going on that's them it's behind <laughs> you <laughs> they're oh in my your God. room the there's chickens in my house <laughs> <laughs> i'm living in your house <laughs> yeah daisy would not like that i'm constantly plagued by the things in my mind i know me too. And you are as well. Yeah. Oh, you know, so I, I, I just, hate it up here. I want the podcast to be thought provoking, just not in the way that anyone expects it to be. Did you tell Terry that there are 33 billion chickens? You said 330 million. 
Well, I so, would, that but, was like a joke. But that's actually like, it's Whoa. just like 10 times that or whatever. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. Or maybe it's a hundred times. Maybe it's a thousand. I could never, <laughs> I could never figure that out. And we'll never fact check. And we'll never know. But someone should tell us, is 330 million? <laughs> I love that someone should tell us. So easy to tell us. Million. Oh yeah. And just so everyone knows, we are now aware that Nutella is what's inside Ferrero Rocher. I get told it every single day. I'm like, yes, I know. I have, I have addressed this. Nutella should be way more upfront about that. Agreed. But here's my thing. Well, Nutella owns, it's Ferrero is the company, oh I believe. Oh my God, it's a conglomerate. Of course, my love. Isn't I'm everything? Sweating. Isn't I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now. Yeah, no. So, no, I know. But my thing is, it just, I I haven't had a, a Ferrero Rocher since I heard this information. But just to me, the texture of that chocolate inside, I feel like either it changes the Nutella or it's something just a little bit different. Yeah. So... I just think don't believe everything you read unless it's that there are 33 billion, <laughs> billion chickens. Cluckaroonos out there. I love them. I want to give them all a hug. Me too. How long would it take me to hug every chicken? I guess once I finished, I'd have to start over because then there'd be so many new ones. <laughs> there'd be new ones. Yeah. And a lot would have passed, which is so sad. Yeah. You know, when you see a feather, like you, you, cra you take an egg out of the carton and you see a feather. That's so human to me. I completely agree. That's actually like, I don't like that. That's No, me that's neither. Really but being human isn't always good. There was something else I wanted to say to you. Chicken nuggets. Oh, stop. I know. Gluten-free chicken nuggets. Oh. There's a place in London called Leon. They have gluten-free chicken nuggets. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's, <laughs> dare Speaking I say. Speaking of fabulous, <laughs> let's get into the Fellowship of the Ring. I love it. I am so excited. So in LA, there is this incredible consistent event, which is Synespia, and they do these special screenings throughout LA. A lot of them are at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and sometimes they're at LA Iconic Historic State Park, whoever named that. Iconic Historic? I believe it's Iconic Historic. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's I so added gay. That. I love that. I think sometimes I, you know, that's golden memory vibes. Maybe I added that. But to me, it's the Iconic <laughs> State Historic Park <laughs> Central. Of course, my love. Conservancy. So, conservancy. Tailored version from the vault. The other day I went to a screening and they have these really elaborate photo booths and I was asked to be Legolas for the photo booth. So I did it and I've only seen the Lord of the Rings movies once all the way through and it was actually during COVID. I didn't see them when I was a kid. Okay, I saw a couple of them when I was a kid. Isn't that crazy? But it was almost like this nice gift during a really obviously demented time. Well, it's escapism. So, escapism, totally. I was like, hello, Middle Earth. It's fantasy. Nice to meet you. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So- Water's warm. Water's warm. Oh, a little too warm. <laughs> At this particular Synespia, they were screening Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, which is the very first in the trilogy, the famous trilogy. And then they brought back The Hobbit's the first book, but then they did that later in a couple parts, I believe. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, my love. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just like, he did that. Oh, okay, good. I thought you were about to say something bad that I didn't know about him. No, Peter Jackson's amazing. I think he has a heart of gold. I agree. And these movies are just made with such care and I think they're cast perfectly. But I'm not necessarily talking about the movies today. Everyone writes for like Lord of the Rings. I mean, Rings. it was like the most nominated Oscar movie of all time. When yeah. It came, like that and year. And the final one won for Best Picture, right? I think the, the last one, Return of the King. Return of the King? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. That's oh, the last cool. one. Return of the King. Isn't it, Marshall? I love that. This is not queer. This is so not queer. It's not which queer. I, that, That's why it's going to be explosive. Yeah, exactly. People aren't expecting this from me. But I'm watching the movie and Sinespi, it's so fun. It's outside. It's like, you know, you're having a little popcorn. I did still have my elf ears on. That's hot. Um, yeah. 
cosplay. Yeah. Thanks, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, everyone was kind of like into it more than I thought. Because you both looked so gorgeous. Terry was Arwen. So we're watching the movie. If you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, essentially there's this ring, one ring to rule them all. Mm -hmm. It's Cartier. <laughs> yes. And it's got a fat diamond. Oh, yeah. No, it's not Cartier. So there's... <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come for us. <laughs> Literally, Cartier's going to fucking come for us, sister. So... Oh, the Lord of the Rings fans. Oh, yeah, the Lord of the Rings fans. It's not Cartier. What the fuck are you talking about? We're like, don't come for us incels. <laughs> As if this podcast would ever find its way to them. You know what I mean? Well, it's going to say Fellowship of the Ring. It's going to say Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. <laughs> the plot is that there's a ring and it needs to be destroyed because it's just like pure evil. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who wants to do what I did and watch it now. You know, I feel like I feel like there's so much exciting about the movie that even if you know the plot, it's still yeah. exciting. Well, so there's Frodo Baggins. He has this ring. It's passed down. <laughs> Frodo and Bilbo. Yeah, and Bilbo Baggins. Oh, my chicken's names. Words, words. Those are great chicken's names. <laughs> words I never thought I'd hear you say. Frodo, Frodo Baggins and Bilbo, and Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> well. I'm enjoying this a lot. Right I now. know you are. Can you see my smile ear to of ear? Course. I love it. You're grinning. I love it. You would have been such a good Arwen, too. You were busy, <laughs> though. Yeah. You were in Mexico with Emily. I was. <laughs> so... I'm watching the movie and yeah, it's about all these people from different cultures, customs, you know, it's walks of life, walks of life all around Middle Earth. Yeah. Essentially, they come together and they're at this meeting of the minds in the elfish land. Totally. That's where we're at right now. See, this is how I watch movies. It's like you just kind of like let it happen over you. I don't know the specifics because I really have only seen this once. So I guess now I've seen The Fellowship twice and for good reason, because wow. So... It's all these guys coming together for the greater good. And they're all battling and they're all, you know, but then in the end, they really like ride for each other. And it's like, I just was watching it on screen and I go, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Nine, nine crazy guys come together to help Frodo Baggins. To save humanity, right? To save humanity, to save Middle Earth. I mean, what could be a greater quest? So you know? the, you're telling me they put the good of many over the good of themselves. Yeah. Pretty reminiscent of the chicken community. Totally. Exactly. And that's what this is all about. And let me tell you, these men, they were no chickens. <laughs> they were fighter. <laughs> and the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy is Taika. I yeah. Mean, don't even get me started. I'm shocked he's not a part of it. I mean, cinematically, it was something so new and different. That it, nine guys nine came Nine guys. Together. An ensemble of nine guys. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just don't really see that. That's just kind of unheard of. I Ocean's mean, that's 11. almost like a sports team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it really was. And and they kind of had that camaraderie. And I think that's what's so cool. They built, they have all these cool different personalities and they really build off of that. Is there conflict within the group? Of is, course. Is because Gollum some in of this them, one? No, Gollum is, he only like a little cameo and then really pops in in the second. Gollum is just so fun. Gollum's fighter. Should we be Gollum for Halloween? We could go completely non-sexual this year. Uh -huh. Just be like absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, that could be fun. So the fellowship. So they're crossing borders this whole time through Middle Earth, trying to destroy this ring and get to Mordor. Right. I've heard of Mordor. Villainous. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really scary there. Did your brother read the books? I'm curious. I had one brother that read the books. That just, it you just took the wind out of my breath. <laughs> of course he did. And I never read them. Of course he did. I'm glad he read it because what a cool story about just like brotherhood and coming together and putting your egos aside. God, wouldn't that be freaking nice? It would Come be. On. It would be. Did the boys respect women? 
The Nine Guys? Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, The Nine Guys, so far in The Fellowship, yeah. There aren't a ton of women in it. But I will say, in Arwen's scene in it, when she, like, saves Frodo... I mean, she's like full fighter. It's not the elves, not. though, are somewhat girls. <laughs> the elves, or the ones well, that all are, the elves are somewhat girls. The Legolas ones, the Orlando Bloom ones, are somewhat girls. Oh God, so. I loved having Legolas's hair. That was so. Did you fun. flip? I wish you I did had some flips. Oh, the whole night I was just talking to people like fully, just stroking. Continue, and then I have some questions. Obviously, I'm going to have some questions. <laughs> of course, you're inquisitive. <laughs> inquisitive minds want to know. It's something simple to ride for, but I just think that concept. It could really be brought into today. And I'm sure remakes in, in the books for Lord of the Rings. And I don't know if that necessarily needs to happen. But what I do know is that we need to learn from the fellowship and get it through our thick skulls that you can work together. And yeah, of course, some of the guys want the ring because, wow, that sounds really seductive. It's incredibly, I mean, it's intoxicating. It's fabulous rings. <laughs> I mean, looking at it, I was kind of like, it's fabulous. You know, I'm a gold girl. I just, I Me love too. it. Me too. Well, yeah. if I had it, I would put it on a necklace so that I wouldn't have it on my finger. Because isn't that what activates well, it? Well, you and Frodo are just alike then, my <laughs> friend, because that's what he does. He loves accessories. He loves accessories. And playing with form as of well. Of course. He put it on a Tiffany's brace, uh, on a Tiffany's <laughs> a necklace. Tiffany and he, he goes, Tiffany check. <laughs> and he puts it on. <laughs> Wait, they should let us like do a rewrite, just like a punch up of it. Like a gay sort of like satire yeah. of it. Oh, God. I'm having this thing where sometimes you're satirizing something and people come to you with anger or critique of the thing that you're critiquing through the satire. And sometimes it's just frustrating. I feel like people immediately see something on the Internet and they think that you're coming to it with like bad intentions or ignorance. Yeah. And I just feel like that really disappoints me. And I, I'm not saying that that's like a wrong way to come to it because I do see a lot of things on the Internet that I'm like, oh, that's just like not it. I think in a lot of cases, if you look at who the creator is and like what mm -hmm. their previous work is showcasing, mm -hmm. I think you can presume positive intent in a lot of those cases. And yeah. if it's a teachable moment, it's a teachable moment. And this is why yeah. I think we just need to have more grace for each other. I think if we just presume positive intent, then maybe maybe things won't seem so bad. It's just tricky. It's like when I'm a cringe character, I get all these comments that are like, this is fucking cringe. Kill yourself, you know, from incels. This one's for you. <laughs> and I am just kind of like, OK, well, that's the point. That's like what I'm trying to do. I think sometimes it's tricky within comedy where people are like, that's so like fucked up or cringe or that. And I'm like, well, that yeah, that is why. I, well, yeah, that's uh, why the, I'm making that's why it's about funny. It. Yeah. So that I think that can get tricky. But I know that if we're talking about bad intentions, none of the fellowship had bad intentions. No, Peter Jackson has the benefit, the privilege of not mm. having to post his movies on TikTok. So he's not getting yeah. that feedback directly under the video. Not that's that I think anyone would leave negative feedback, but it's yeah. like, that's what's so hard about making content for the internet is you that see, you're seeing yeah. it and it's all right there. Well, that's why TikTok is so tricky because with Instagram, usually the people who see it already kind of know you and know like who you are as a person. On TikTok, it's like, it's just random. It's so you can see anything and say anything, meaning you can see anything without context. Yeah. I, I think the best example is this, this one woman, she makes these TikToks where they are lies. And she's like, here's the story of how I spent $100,000 on Taylor Swift tickets. And a lot of the comments are like, you know, you dumb bitch. And it's just like, oh, Jesus, it's, how do you not? Can we just like be happy? Like go to her page for two seconds and you'll figure out like that she's joking. Like it is a joke and it's a funny joke. But it's then really it, well it almost, It's actually funny that people comment that because then it's of like, course. oh, so the joke's on you actually because yeah. you don't get it. The joke is fully on you. That makes me sad that she then has to read comments that are like, die bitch. And it's like, God, what the fuck is wrong with people? We never need to say that anyway. I wish that some of those guys that read Lord of the Rings, which I'm sure there's a crossover between the guys who are commenting on that stuff. I wish they could really read what J.R.R. Tolkien was trying to say. 
which that maybe if we all came together with grace and love and we could defeat evil. I think that's what we've always said on this podcast. I think a really sad example was when Lord of the Rings, the TV show came out because it got review bombed because of the diversity in the show. God, That's never acceptable. But I feel like when people miss the message so flagrantly, it's mm -hmm. just like, can't we just like celebrate the fact that this beloved entity is getting a show made about like, mm -hmm. just like enjoy the show. Maybe yeah. that's what we need to do. How about this? How about you just enjoy the show? Yeah, the fellowship. You're watching a TikTok and you're not sure if it's satire. Just enjoy the show. Yeah, or it's free it, content. And if you're not, scroll. I've never once left a comment that was like coming for someone. I'm just like, what is the point? Like, I have to, I have to like reclean my bathroom. You know what I mean? I have to like, I know. I have to use a toner, which is skincare. I'm just like, come on. I know. You guys, come on. You guys, kick back. Watch an Academy Award winning blockbuster once in a while. We, you would have been in the fellowship. I think I would so have been, too. I don't know if I would have been. I think I would have definitely cheered from the sidelines, but I just, well, I it's a lot of hiking. I think you would have been a stop on the way. Of course. Like you would have had a wisdom. I would have said, come in. Like a queer wisdom and you could yeah. have like cooked us some like pies or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that would have been like, that's just what we needed to get to the next well, step. Well, I'm Gandalf's lover. He has to stop in and exactly. say hello. <laughs> My question to you about the movie. Yeah, best friend. Is... So how does it end in a way that there's another one? Like, I'm assuming not everything gets resolved. Well, it's sad. One of the great members of the fellowship, he gets a little seduced by the ring. Frodo feels this. Yeah. He runs away because Frodo's like, I'm putting all these people in danger. They're doing this for me. But it's like, Frodo, it's not about you, my love. It's about Middle Earth. It's about the greater good. So one of them does die, but he dies after he then tries to protect Frodo. Oh, okay. Which is really beautiful. So it's yeah. like, he, it's kind of a full circle moment for him. It's still brotherhood. It's still brotherhood at the end of the day. It's the brotherhood of the traveling of the tra ring. Whoa. <laughs> it's the brotherhood. This is their response. Well, Sister of the Traveling Pants was a response to, to the, the Fellowship, Fellowship of the, of the ring. ring. So I, here's what I, here's what I think. Mm -hmm. Sister of the Traveling Pants could do the Fellowship of the Ring, but do we think that the cast of the Fellowship of the Ring could do Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? No, no, I don't think they could. And I think they know that now. Yeah, now I more than ever. Now more than ever. <laughs> totally. And then they do get kind of split up. But wow, I believe it's not until the final film when they come together and they're able to like do it. What's great is that they all do what they need to do in order to get this ring destroyed and save so many people. And I think that's just so cool. It's, it's fabulous. If you haven't seen it, go watch The Fellowship of the Ring. And honestly, you'll probably want to watch the rest of it because it's just like really beautifully made. Edward's been dying to watch these movies with me. I mean, me. and if you just like want to see New Zealand, just watch it. Middle Earth. It's a beautiful place. God, it's From gorgeous. what I hear. I just think it's really cool. And I know people might be surprised to hear I'm a little L-O-T-R head, but... What can, what can you say? Surprise. <laughs> press is press. <laughs> press is press. I mean, I'm my God. Press is press. I think it's beautiful to break down boundaries and it's movie magic. But isn't it so cool that like those guys all came together around this table in like the elfin land? And they were like, guys, we have a job and we just have to do it. Yeah. And they were all bickering and stuff. And then Frodo was like. He said, you guys. Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> Everybody listen up. But was yeah. Frodo called upon by a higher power? Like, how did he know that he was the one that had to do it? Like, how did they all know that they needed to do that? It was passed down through from Bilbo to Frodo. No, it's actually really incredible because Frodo just like he kind of put it on himself and like knew that it was his journey. Hero's journey. Yeah, a hero's journey. And no one <laughs> thought that someone from the Shire was going to be a hero. Let's just say that. Like expect the unexpected. <laughs> expect the unexpected. Wow, should we do ride or die? Yeah.
You know what you are, Mary Beth? Bisexual? Well, yeah. But you're also my ride or die. Ride or die. I just love that you brought this movie to the pod today. Thanks, sister. I ride for it. I need to watch it. I need to put my money where my mouth is Thanks, and support. stream yeah. Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, and support Kate Blanchett and Liv Tyler. Absolutely. I mean, God, the cast. And Orlando Bloom, my Vigo, childhood crush. Viggo Mortensen. God. Give me, give me a break. It's just, Elijah it's all stars. Wood. All stars. <gasps> Yeah. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. And I really liked the show Elijah Wood did after this called Wilfred, which was a bit high concept on FX. Yeah. He and Daniel Radcliffe to me, interesting. Boyfriend twins. Boyfriend twins. Yeah. Totally. I love them. A movie about like male camaraderie fighting for the greater good. I think that's a really special and important message. It's not done enough. Mm-hmm. And I just love that like they did the thing. Totally. Hey, he really did. I'm so glad that you ride for the Fellowship of the Ring. I do. Because I ride for chickens. I always have. I think they're incredible animals. What they give us, I really thank them. And I'm sorry for their Self, sacrifice. Truly selfless. So selfless, which reminds me of the Fellowship. <laughs> it's so fun how they tie together like that. Isn't that cool? I knew they would. And you did too. Because I said, I want to ride for the Fellowship. And you go, great. I'm riding for chickens. I said, I have just the thing. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, you have no perfect. idea where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And I never do. Chickens. I just think, wow. I think chickens are incredible. I just love chicken and I can't wait for Terry to get some new chickens. I know that he really wants that. Move over, Daisy. You're not the only one on the couch watching Gossip Girl. Oh my God, Terry watching Wild with a chicken, Pepsi, on his lap. With Pepsi just... Mm -hmm. I love that the chick Daisy's salivating. Yes, I ride for chickens. If it's chickens on the menu, I'm ordering it, honey. And you know what I will say to people? Some people think like, oh, if I'm at a restaurant, I'm not going to order chicken. Let me just tell you, if you see lecoq on the menu, order it. Because if <laughs> they're putting chicken, things. if they're putting chicken on the menu, especially at a French restaurant, give me breaks. Give me breaks. You got it. That's something unbelievable. That's what he brought them back. He showed them showed lecoq. Them. <laughs> but it's, he says, I want to show you something unbelievable. unbelievable. It's lecoq. But they get back and he's just like, it's cook a them really chicken. chicken. Oh, that's a great narrative. I made you dinner. <laughs> I made you dinners. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. I can't believe they let us keep doing this. Isn't it cool? <laughs> I love you so The fellowship might get me just, they're like, yeah, it's run its course. <laughs> <laughs> the final episode of Ride. Mm-hmm. My face hurts from smiling. I travel through Middle Earth to save you, my love. <laughs> I would travel through Middle Earth to continue recording episodes of the pod. I agree. We'll do a live one in New Zealand. Yeah. We'll definitely tour there. It's really easy to tour there. One night only. Yeah. One night. It's just, yeah. Cover costs. We one fly night. in. We do the show. We fly out. Of course. Super easy. Love you, sweat. I love you, sweat. Dear media. Love corn. Ooh, corn sprinkled on a chicken salad. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> love ya. Fighter. Fighter. One ring to rule them all. Yeah. Audio jungle. Oh, my exit. Benny, babe. Eyes on the road. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.